Ladies and future boys, we are back for another Ed Game Thursday with the School for Wayward Nerds. I am your boy Toby DePaula, and today we are going to take a nice and easy dip into the vast and amazing world of the Arkhamverse. Uh, we're going to cover the Arkham Knight Year One, uh, Arkham Genesis. Uh, joining me for this task, I have Megan Chicken Tickle. I have some enemies. Wow, uh, the white collar. Huh? Wow, and producer Kaistin. Eating teeth. Eating teeth. Um, so before. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're always minty. I don't really like them. Yeah. I didn't know they were minty. Huh? Unpopular opinion, teeth suck. Hot take. Why do they make mint flavoured things? Because mint is toothpaste. I don't know, man. I like mint flavoured Meg like brings home toothpaste ice cream and I'm like, fuck that. Oh, mint chips the best. Yeah, but it's yeah. toothpaste. Your toothpaste. Okay. Go. So before we go into the this episode, um, no, we will be spoiling moments from the entire Arkham series. So if you haven't played them, including Arkham Origins, please fucking do. And uh, yep, they're good, and you're missing out if you haven't played them yet. Okay, do it. Yep. Yeah, it. It's a good time. That's right. So Arkham Genesis was a six-part tie-in comic beginning in the late. 2005, written by Peter J. Tomasi with art by Alison Borges and Dexter Soy. Um, Tomasi is a name you see pop up a lot if you're a DC reader. He's done like Green Lantern, Batman and Robin, Black Adam, Superman Detective. Like he's just a in-house writer. Um, you got uh, Alice. What is it? Alison Borges is is sort of a newer artist, but she did the White Carnival Raven miniseries last year and that was fucking pretty cool. The art is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, good on her. Yeah, um, and Trey should know the other artist, Dexter Soy. Ah, yes. He wink at the microphone. Um, you should know him because he did the Mortal Kombat X tie-in. Oh, that's why I like it. And he also does Rebirth, Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yeah. So, he does like the things you read. I, I never even realised that they're all the same but they're all like done really well. Mm. So that guy's pretty good. Yeah, hopefully we see more of him. He hasn't been around long yet. Um, the miniseries kicks off in the middle of an attack by, oh, from the rat catcher, who has already killed two policemen. Uh, we get a fucking good look at at Otis Flanagan, the rat catcher, who has had gear stashed in every single Arkham game so far. Yeah, yeah, you see references to him, and that's it. Like, there's a little bit of gear in Arkham Asylum, and then. I think in Arkham Knight, he is not Arkham City, sorry, mm. he escaped the city, didn't he? Um, I think that's one of the little Gotham City stories. No, so what happens is, um, it's said that he escapes Arkham Asylum along, like, during Joker's big fucking event in, in the game. He escapes with, like, Riddler, Great White Shark, Black Mask, just all, all the characters that don't appear. Um, uh, from there... He crosses paths with Penguin, who supposedly fed him to the shark in the Arkham games. Uh, obviously not escaping too easily, as in this tie-in book, you see him missing a large area of, of his face and an arm. And he's, like, still bleeding, so must be right afterwards. Um, he's trying to kill a man who he thought at first was Bruce Wayne, but if you know much about Batman comics, you'll know that the bandaged guy who looks like Bruce Wayne with a big H on his chest is Thomas Elliot. Okay, oh. harsh, yeah. Um, Arkham Knight intervenes to save Hush and burns Otis and his rats to death. 
Um, Ratcatcher is a rarely used dude, but I like the visual. Like, give him a Google if you haven't before. It's just like this creepy dude in a, in a like a, just a, just a big mask holding this big green glowing lantern just with a sea of rats behind him. He's fucking creepy. That'd be horrific. Mm. I don't want to ever... He falls into that category of characters we want to see in a Batman horror movie. I'm pretty sure that these aren't in the book, but Mm. with all the, like, Easter eggs in the game, he also kills... kill him off. I think I remember him feuding, but I don't remember much about it. No, one of the goons say it, Mm. like, while you're exploring on... Black Mask later on and it's not in this it's in the other Arkham Knight tie-in book he kills the electrocutioner's like son who's taken over the role he lasts like two pages the electrocutioners aren't very good um so yeah remember the one that you just punch and you lose yeah Yeah. so um Harsh and the Arkham Knight leave the scene when Batman is you know approaching once inside one of Arkham Knight's little hideouts, Hush asks him if he's ready for what they're getting themselves into. Um, the Knight takes off his helmet and reveals that he's Jason Todd, spoiler alert. And he says he was just born ready for this. Um, what do you think of the Arkham Knight costume? I think it's cool, because... It's very like, tactical. Yeah, but I think it kind of needs to be. Like, you can't just fucking take Batman on with, like, body armor. I think you need to have that bit more if you're going to stand a chance. Yeah, that's true. Um, so we all get it on the flash bu- flashback bus here. Everyone step on. Meg got on. And we're going we're gonna to take a stroll through Jason Todd's life story. Um, in the New 52, it was told that he was the product of, like, some teen hanky-panky. Behind a dumpster, maybe at a McDonald's. I mean, yeah, maybe. Um, with his father dying in prison and his mother overdosing when he was just a teenager, uh, this led to his life of crime on the streets, where he's found by a Batman trying to leave the Batmobile on bricks and steal its fucking wheels like an idiot. That that part's from the old, not the original, but the main. Yeah, was it was it that bleak and emo before the new Fifty Two? No, he was kind of just like homeless kid, like. It was, but they didn't have as much of the detailing. They didn't go into, like, OD suicides and stuff? No, I don't think they did at the beginning. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't really get into that during the 70s? The original origin was legit Dick Grayson's, but Killer Croc is the one who kills the gymnast parents. Yeah. And then during one of the big events, they're like, this is dumb, let's change it. And it became the stealing the wheels off the bat movie. Yeah. So, um, what what is the what is this version of Jason Todd's origin like? Try or childhood? Yeah. Not very good time for him. Yeah. Yeah. Poor little baby. Instantly, the dad takes him once he's, he's just born. been born. Takes him to is it? I think it's Maroni. Maroni. Yeah. yeah. Um, his dudes and he's like, yeah, this is for my debts. That's so fucking stupid. Yeah, these meth heads try to sell a child to make up for debts. Do you believe, like, if you were in the mob Mm -hmm. and someone owes you money, (coughs) sorry, would you accept the fee of a baby? No, no one would. And they said, you're an idiot, fuck off. I reckon some people would, because you could just, like, 
It's like adopting a kid. It's like having a child, but it's not related to you, so you're allowed to actually enjoy it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's that young. <laughs> I it's know. Like, it At maybe die. two hours. Yeah, not very it, it technically should be dead now, because, you know... Like, how did they cut the umbilical cord on well, a just, building? I don't know. Everyone's glass. Just, yeah, glass. Oh exactly. Doesn't it have blood poisoning? <laughs> it would probably be bleeding out because I don't think they put, like, a clip on the end of it. Like That's all good. Yep. If not, no. I'm not sure how much you guys know about babies, Should but not very good when first born. So the parents hate the baby because common sense. They're like, oh, they didn't accept it. What a dickhead. What a dickhead baby. Yeah, this baby sucks. Apparently it's a dud because mobsters don't want it in exchange for like hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. Um, so his parents are killed by Maroney when he was 13 for all the money they owe, which he gave them up, like their location. For his own little block, um, at 15, Jason was just a runner getting a block of territory left alone in return for giving up his bitch parents. Uh, that's when the cape and cow kind of falls in his lap. This is a weird meeting yeah you got joe this was the only part of the entire run that i didn't really love i don't mind it because i feel like it's something joker would do because he's got the exoskeleton from alien yeah like it's good but i don't love this part and i like i also like the jason todd references the christmas with the joker episode the animated series is that when tim's locked in the car with him no, no, it's from it's from the cartoon. Like he references yeah, all the shit that the, the, the Joker did because that whole thing took place on like live television. Mm. So I like that that's continuity now as well. Um, Jason, out of instinct, saves Batman and ends up like destroying Joker's robot suit. Yeah. I like Joker's like where the fuck do these kids keep coming from? God damn it! It's the second one. Yeah. At the same time, he's like, I need to get a cape. It seems to attract help. <laughs> um, yeah, so Jason stops Todd from shooting the Joker like a like a movie. Jason stops Todd. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Batman Hang stops on. Todd. Sorry, the, the printer was a bit funny. The other thing is, though, like, he's not doing it because he's like, oh, Joker's a bad guy. It's like, why the fuck are you in my neighborhood? Get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, it's, it's purely like, nothing to I'm not sharing my toys. It's, get out it's, of here. It's legitimately, he's not trying to save Batman. He's not mad at the Joker. Someone it's just like, why the fuck are you at my house? Go you know, away. Like, there's no way he doesn't know who the Joker and Batman is that he's getting in the middle of it because they're in his but Yeah, it's more, it's, it's more territory than anything this else. Is what it's like, I hey, fuck it. Jason, because. Like, he's a little bit cocky, no way near as bad as Dick, but the confidence on him's fucking wild. Oh, he's, he's got a set. In the, um, he, New 52. He lives life like he just saved in Skyrim and he's about to just tear a village like, before he loads his ult. In the New 52, him and the outlaws, like, have been doing some shit and Superman's coming to talk to them. Like, it's fucking Superman and he appears like, because he can fly so fucking quick, like, hmm. Sonic booms in. And Jason pulls out his handguns and he's like, what do you want? <laughs> Bring like, it. You're going to fucking die. <laughs> but like, that's the thing. He, like Toby said, he's referenced the fact that he's seen these guys like fighting on live TV. He knows they're not just like a bunch of Oh, and there's no something. way they don't know who they are. But he knows who they are. He just doesn't yeah, want their it. bullshit. He's yeah. like, hey, go away. Yeah, can't. It's like when you go outside and there's like a couple of cats fighting in the yard and you chase them down the street. He's just like, 
it's fine. It's one kite fine. that is got it's balls on him. Go away. The magic thing about Jason Todd is when I read the book, he's like annoyingly arrogant, but anytime Trey talks about him, he like puts it, he like flows it better. In my head, I'm like, oh, what a dick. And then, like, yeah, Trey talks about it. I'm like, he's right. I just can't. There's no way that you can think he's the arrogant Roman. Yeah. He's not Nile, the Spider-Man he smart ass from. As yeah. I said, the reason that Trey makes it sound charming is because Trey is the exact same. Yeah. Yeah, getting fired at JB about how good Katy Perry is. Trey talking about Jason is Trey talking about Trey. Yeah. No, it's like how Jason. I talk about big old wieners. You like Jason's <laughs> difference. What? Oh. I don't know what's going on. But, yeah, I'll tell you what's going on. It's exactly what Kai said. Yeah. He's always had a set on him. He doesn't really give a fuck. Yeah. Um, so, because Jason got in the middle of this with a gun and a bunch of stolen money out of the cash register, he's promptly arrested as well. But um, Bruce Wayne sets up an outreach pro- program for shit kids, and Jason excels in boarding school sort of seen as an opportunity to to do it's not that he wants to do good it's just that he wants to do better than his parents not yeah he just has to like not try to sell a baby mm. Don't do yeah, I like the quote like if I knew then what I knew now I would have killed him right there and I'm because <laughs> the panel it's in first meeting Bruce Wayne it's like Alfred's right there I'd feel bad I'd feel bad if Alfred had to watch Bruce's neck get wrung out yeah <laughs> And then one night he's given his first trial as Robin, and sort of that's where Jason Todd becomes Robin. Yeah. It's a lot different in the arc of Night like in this verse, though, because, like, even if you look back at Under the Red Hood, his intention isn't really to kill Batman, it's to make Batman kill the Joker in a way. Mm. He's never that wanting to kill him, I believe, until this. They stepped it up a bit. Even, even yeah, since he wants to break him first, he's like, yeah. what you're doing is like, fucking futile. This is the most villain he hears because, like, he's willing to work with all of the rogues in, that normally he's trying to kill evil people. Now he only wants to kill Batman. Yeah. Um, I think that's why I like it. It's like a different... I'm sure, I'm sure we've said it before, but if you haven't seen Under the Red Hood, don't, don't palm it off like all the other shitty anime-looking crappy tie-in DVD movies that they do at the moment. That one is genuinely one of the best oh, DC it's, it's movies good, to date. It's like why we like Hush. There's so many people in it. Mm. Like you get some Nightwing. Ben, Bender plays the Joker and does a fucking really good job. Ben, like, which you wouldn't expect. If it wasn't, Jake the Dog is the Joker now. Okay. Like, I guess I don't fuck myself. Skinner is like one of the greatest characters in that movie. Mm. And as if we would know who the fucking Mazo is. Yeah. Like, it's good. It's a good taste for a few different characters. Yeah, give, give it a whirl if you haven't seen it. Um, flashback over now, and we get back to Jason finishing up a few loose stitches on Hustler's face. Um, he also gives him, like, a tube of goo he made with some remnants of Clayface to meld away scarring. Um, Smart boy. Yeah, this shows, like, a couple details that he does this. One, the boy's smart and capable enough to do the random shit that Batman can do. And two, he has backwards engineered the cream that Clayface used in the feed of Clay two-parter in the animated series. So that's another time. Well, you and me did always say we like to pick the Arkhamverse is the animated 
universe, but as that movie gets better, all the villains get worse. As yeah, well. if, if it conti- if it like continued on after, time. what's the final episode? Yeah, if it continued on after Judgment, yeah, it just continued to spiral yeah. darker and darker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jason warns Hush not to underestimate Batman. You know the mistake that literally every villain up in the last seventy six years has made. Um. Before leaving, you get a nice splash page of the Arkham Knight. I do like the suit. The camera is a bit weird, but at the same time, it's very like he's doing it to be tactical. He's not. Yeah. He's not being theatrical about it. He's not being the fashionista. No, he's not that classic red hood that's like grey with the skull on the chest with the big dome skull. head. Yeah. It's what Joker mm. says in under the red hood. It's like, why does everyone look like? They ride motorbikes. Yeah, everyone's motorcycle fetishist. Nightwing does have a motorcycle. Oh, okay. That's okay. But yeah, it is just a whole tactical thing. Like those two pistols joined together to make a big rifle. It's just a whole thing. His gun's megazord. He's leading a fucking militia. I think he needs to be a bit tactical. Um, so the second issue begins in the middle of another battle. Uh, this time it's Tim Drake Robin fighting with DC Comics' Jared Fogel Deathstroke. Alright, give everyone the speech because I'll, I'll do it for you. Oh, you can do it. I've done like three of them already. Everyone out there who likes Deathstroke, you're a fan of a pedophile on multiple accounts. Please get the fuck over him. Thank you. There's a reason we like Dead Boy even though he's an exact robot. He doesn't he diddle. He didn't fuck a kid. And he didn't want to fuck other kids. Please stop. Yep. He looks gay in Justice League. He looks gay. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. <laughs> um, what's badass about a man with white hair and a ponytail? Nothing. Except for the Witcher. Except for the Witcher. Yeah, the Witcher. There's nothing cool about an old man. <laughs> um, we, I do like that Arkham Knight is just like sitting on a rooftop above the fighting um, as Nightwing steps in to back Robin up. Uh, watching, oh, yeah. watching the other psychics triggers another flashback from Jason Todd. Uh, um, I, don't, I don't know if it's that bit or later mm-hmm. on, but doesn't he just make Deathstroke fight him so he can see how mm. their trainings are? Yeah, yeah he, he wants to check on them and he wants them delayed so he can do something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he thinks about defeating Scarecrow. This whole time and Batman being the typical strict dude he always is. Um, the next morning after that, was the day that he officially adopted um, Jason Todd. And he moves into the Wayne Manor. And with this memory over, Arkham Knight drops from his perch into a nice superhero landing before leaving on a motorcycle. Okay, that's a motorcycle. Yep. Um, he then thinks that's about the first time he faced Deathstroke. Um, at the time, Todd thought that Deathstroke had killed Batman and was sort of, and chased him down and sort of started to pummel him. Uh, before he can act, like, lethally, Batman steps out of the shadows and restrains him. And Batman gives him, like, shit about disobeying his orders after knocking out Deathstroke. He's like, I told you to let him go. Like, no matter what, he's like, he killed... Well, I thought he killed you. I was going to fucking stop him. He's like, I don't care. Um, he says he wanted to let Deathstroke go um, to whoever hired him, and they were just going to tail him there. You should have told him Yeah, that. no he shit. Didn't. Yeah, like it. But I, I do like that they let one of the sidekicks vlog Deathstroke. 
Well, he what gets, makes it out that he's too good? Well, he's oh, a he's teen so, Titan villain. Yeah, he's villain. a teen Titan villain, so he gets beaten up by 13-year-olds yeah. on a daily basis. Like a bitch. Um, uh, yeah, I like that... They, they do show both sides of this. Like, Batman does treat him pretty shit. He's, a, he's an overboard villain, but at the same time, it's almost justified it's, at all times. It's just brainwashed. Mm. That's After that, he realises that he's just the, sort of the clean-up crew. Save a hostage while Batman has his big, glorious battle. You know, Bruce didn't want a son, he wanted an assistant. And eventually he would snap in a sort of action, though, and... And sort of a great cost to Jason when he actually does kind of step in. So um, it's so accurate that like Bruce Wayne's father figure is his butler. Like he doesn't really want a family at all. He does. Like everyone who is part of his family is in a way just an helper. But yeah. it's Mr. Freeze says no, it in the animated no series. Just there because they're important to him. Like yeah, Bruce Wayne. He like he says like it in the cartoon. Alfred is so important to him why doesn't he just let Alfred chill and hire a different butler who he doesn't care about like I, I don't know but the thing is like it's the same as like um kids that come from like either abusive homes or divorced homes and that they don't understand what a relation looks like because it was never modeled for yeah. them but he doesn't he doesn't like it in all of the like reincarnations that we've seen when Alfred is raising Bruce, he doesn't raise him as a son. He raises them as if he's raising It's still like, the status quo, he's still being the butler. But, um, but that's like, the thing, like so Bruce is like, Oh yeah, I'm a father figure because he has no idea what a father is. But I, I would love to see like if in the current comics Bruce adopts a son or a daughter. They find out he's Batman, and they just go, "Fuck yeah!" That's it. I'm they, gonna go to school now. I don't. I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get shot. Yeah, but they don't do good, good for they you, just, I guess. Just kid now. Um, in, I don't remember which Mister Freeze episode it is, but it's after he's managed to fix Nora, and she leaves him because he's like a psychopathic monster with no body anymore. <laughs> Fucking classic stitch up. And he's going around like destroying people's like life's work. Because fuck it, he wants everyone to be as sad as him, and he goes into Wayne Manor. And he says and he starts like going through Tim Drake and Barbara and Alfred. And he's like, "You are so desperate to have a family after your childhood tragedy, but you don't know how to do it." Yeah. So it's exactly that. Um. So what happens is we see Joker trying the exosuit game again. And fighting Batman while Jason Todd is forced to just wait in the car like a toddler in a pub car park. When Joker gets the upper hand, um, J- Jason finally steps in. Um, by which I mean stepping on the throttle and just running over Joker with the Batmobile. Oh, yeah. He got banged. Yeah. So many people get run over with the Batmobile. Well, he may as well, you got it. Hmm. Um... So Joker climbs out of his Exoforce mech, if you want a weird little reference to Lego that's not around anymore. And he makes a run for it and Jason gives chase. Batman's like, hey, don't go. But it, you want to see the yeah, it's too late and there's a big ass explosion. Yeah, so Batman thinks that he's dead at that point. Yeah, Batman searches gone. like frantically around. Doesn't find shit. Presumed he was vaporized, I guess. Yeah. But um Yeah, another flashback ends. 
is worse than fucking Arrow. Yeah, but the entire <laughs> book is just to give him background. Well, that's the thing. It's a, it's it's a year one book. It's not a. It's all it is. Um, so Arkham Knight arrives at his destination that he was riding to, and he tells Deathstroke he can stop fighting now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Deathstroke was just there to hold attention while a character they don't know exists moves around the city. Like, there's a lot of... Well, it's easy to keep it goes to a lot of detail. in somewhere else. Be like, hey, and can you go and fight in Makai while like, like, go yeah, but it, and go around and Yeah, but it's... with him before so he can say, like, it's his a, techniques changed or something. It's like the fact that it's thorough. They don't even know that there's an Arkham Knight around yet. Yeah. And he's already, like, putting up smoke screens. And but that's... He's one of the Robins that he knows the secrets of how to break everything down. Like, if he just ran in there and was like, okay, whatever, I'm just going to screw up whoever the current Robin is, you'd be like, that's not very... Like, this kid knows to shoot out a particular point in the tires of the Batmobile so that this particular thing happens. Or, like, I know that this section of the suit is weaker than any other... Like, he's smarter. You know that he's going to sit there and... As we find out, like, he's been mentally psycho-tortured for so long. Like, he's not going to sit there and be like, okay, I put up with two years of this shit so that I can just run in there and kill him. He's like, I put up with two years of this shit. I'll do another two years and make sure that the job is finished exactly down to the last fingerprint the way that I want it. He looks at it realistically, like, Batman's been around for... 75 years and he manages to worm out of every stupid death trap he's in yeah don't fucking give him the chance to worm out anymore and, but that's the thing like it makes sense that he would like okay I need to pay for this person to go to here to do that to talk to that person to work that out to like yeah, yeah. um so he later leaves this hideaway with some supplies and rides off towards Arkham Asylum remembering the torture scene from the Arkham Knight game Trey, you want to cover that yeah, a bit? Yeah, fucked up, eh? <laughs> well, the first one, he's, like, barbed wire to a chair mm. and got a bag over his head, and it's just Bruce tripping balls because he's on the fear gas. He didn't actually see any of this, I don't think. He only I feel sees, like he did. He only... I, Mate, he definitely saw the end. end one yeah. because that's the only time you see the camera. Mm. Um, but it's just Joker saying, like... Oh, he's not coming to save you. It's been, what, six months now? He's not coming. Yeah, it's six months when oh, the torture starts. He doesn't need you anyway. He's got a new sidekick and he's shows him a photo. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, shit. And then, yeah, they talk a bit more. And then Joker brings out the classic crowbar and knocks him away. But I like all these little videos because if you're paying attention, you see the Arkham logos on the floor and you know that's where it was happening yeah and then the second the Arkham games do a good thing of like keeping shit pretty in the open that you just overlook the first time through the second cut scene a bit later on he's got his like hands tied to like a crane kind of thing and Joker's just talking a lot of shit about how he's like an unwanted puppy and he's just like having a conversation with himself like about the dad and the little princess yeah about how Batman's the little princess who wanted the fluffy puppy and he'll walk it every day and take care of it and then the dad gets it for him and he just loses interest and then um 
That's why Joker brings a J into his face. Yeah. Because they didn't want to go with the stupid fucking mask underneath the helmet for when the reveal happens. Yeah. Because why would you wear your Robin mask under a helmet? I assumed it had some shit in it, like a detective oh, or something. Oh, it was something. fine just so people could tell it was him. Yeah. But then this time they're like, we'll just put a big brain on his face. Yeah. And then the third one is the big one where Joker's filming it. So Batman thought he died in that explosion, but then Joker sends him a tape of him torturing him. Yeah. And is brainwashed him at this point to hate Batman because he's been getting tortured for an entire year and Batman never found him and saved him. So he's yeah, pretty much brainwashed him. And yeah. then he says, um, oh, I never asked you what's the big secret, who is he? And as Jason goes to say it, Joker shoots him think he's dead and he does that classical thing of this is what happens when you bring your friends into our little game yeah and then yeah then batman gets that tape and i think that proves like in a way that proves that he does have some small feeling for harley because instead of just destroying her he just kind of like ignores her yeah slightly better um i hang on you promised that i could say this yeah no you Let's promised that during Trey's flashback, I was allowed to comment. Do it. Joker, after he burns the J into his face, he brings him a little tray of food. There's a fucking Milo popper on it. I yeah. find this to be racist. Milo is great. I don't like the popper version. But, fuck you, Joker. Milo is good. Oh, no. Um, at work yesterday, one of my, like, sadder co-workers... He had like half a tin of Milo and he just poured a full bottle of milk in it and then just cut the side off of the Milo tin with pliers and drank out of it. As you do. Fuck yeah. The people at your work scare me. Yeah. I don't. Did you ask him what no. the fuck is wrong with you? Like I said, there's like a cup built onto his drink bottle. Why didn't you just use that? And then he dropped his phone. drink out of the cup <laughs> of it? Oh, what happened was is he climbed out a scaffold like a, like a Gumby. And then he was standing in a bag of trash and he said, everyone watch this. And he jumped out with his arms out like a fancy gymnast and he lands and he says, ta-da. But halfway through ta-da, his fucking phone falls out of his pocket and just lands face down and shatters on the ground. So he goes, ta-da. Well, he didn't notice it at first. We all just laughed at him and pointed and he's like, get fucked. (laughs) All right. So, uh. My turn. No, not yet. Almost. So Jason arrives at Arkham Asylum, kind of half rebuilt after the first game, after it's been sort of kicked down. Uh, he walks down the empty hollow halls, finding Joker's old cell. Um, it's a nice reference to the Warden Sharp thing in the first game, like the way he blows out a secret Sharp. area. Um, he reveals this, like this long-ass winding staircase after blowing out the floor. And he goes down and finds the chamber he spent two years inside. Um, another flashback starts. I, I Well, at the beginning, I thought this was dumb, but then I thought about in real life where, like, there are prisons in the world where that, such bad shit happened, they just bricked off that. They did that in the old Melbourne jail, there. like, three or four years ago. They found a fucking stockade in the bottom of it that had just been sealed up. Yeah. I like that. Like, hey, we're out on that. That's too dangerous. And I said, just and put some bricks over the door I'm not moving all that shit it's heavy yep. well that's and that's what happened nine times out of ten they were like 
we'll just put bricks in front of it because it's cheaper. All weird buildings yeah. are like that, man. They only just found the attic in the Winchester Manor. It's been there for like yeah, 100 years. Yeah, but that years. was because of the earthquake. Yeah, but they're still only just digging shit out of it now. Like, they're still only finding yeah, stuff. Yeah, but why would you, like, it's it all a volunteer project. Like, why would you go and start moving shit? I would. Well, I would like it. Oh, no. I feel like well, you'd know. You'd... Cool. Like, They're also worried about like because of that house doesn't have blueprints or anything. Like a main worry there is that if they move anything, um, the house might. But that's the thing. They worry if they move stuff okay, and like they try and do stuff that is. it'll um, the structure will actually collapse like, because they don't know, they don't know where anything is like like. They need to get like a giant X-ray machine and like MRI the entire house like because they're like, ah, uh, maybe you can walk on that. I like the uh-huh. whole Winchester story in the house, but as a horror movie, I already fucking hate it. Don't tell me it's based on a true story when the true story is psycho woman hires builders. <laughs> Don't tell me it's based on a true story in the movies about a fucking ghost. They're not real. You can't. But the other thing is, like, think about it for now. Because so the movie's been out like a week now. Um, by the time of recording, or by the time of release. I don't know. Um, Happy birthday! If you're listening to this on your birthday. Um, the whole thing was she they, she never had visitors to the house other than this one niece. Mm. That whole movie is based around the fact of she invites people to come to see the ghost that she sees. Yeah, it's not like the, it's there's the, so there's many a reason they put the word based in a true yeah. story. It's like very not a true story. Um, Look, I was mad about the movie already because they don't let us take fucking photographs in the so building. Like based on a real place. Based on a possible story. The, the story based is on that maybe. she was trapped in the house due to ghosts. Yeah, like the but it was more like, mental health. Yeah. No, well, she she did believe there were ghosts trapping her within oh, the building. Yeah, mental health. But the thing was like. No one else. I don't know. We've changed it so far from yeah. what we were talking about. No, we're about. going even further now. Let's do it. We're talking about shit people at work, and um, <laughs> now we're talking about funny movies. We're talking to one of the blokes at work, you know, what are you doing on the weekend, that sort of shit, and he said, um, oh, the, it's meant to rain, so I think me and the missus are going to the movies. She wants to watch this thing. I don't know what it's called. I think it's just about old people enjoying life. Yeah. And he's like, and oh, I'm going to go watch that... Um, the shape of water it's got real good reviews and yeah like i trust the reviewers and i was sitting there thinking should i tell him that the fish man fucks her that's like half the movie yeah but they don't really tell you that in the trailer you just think it's about a chick being friends with a fish monster i'm I'm excited for you to see scaly dick i honestly thought that it was a sabian it's it's by Guillermo del Toro yeah it's the same I yeah. looked at Active it and director, it was like, fish. oh, it's just like a prequel thing to Hellboy. <laughs> and Tony's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, but that's I'm talking it's about. just but Yeah, the, the guy's like, oh, it has good reviews. And I thought, I'm not going to watch them. But I don't okay. want to see fish stick. Back, back to Jason. Um, so once he's in the little torture chamber, he has like another. Jason's fish stick. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, a gay fish? 
That's okay. South Park referencing. Um, so it goes back to like the flashback we saw earlier of Jason's explosion death, but it's from it's more of a Jason point of view. Uh, the first explosion was the ground giving way and dropping him into a tunnel before the building explodes above him. And um, Joker takes takes him away and puts the body into the chamber under Arkham so he has access to him like later on. Uh, six months of electrocutions, beatings from all the rogues galleries, eating trash and... That, that part of how he lets everybody just flog him yeah, is that, amazing. Um, yeah, it's a nice you page. Have, there's no better way to describe how fucked up Scarecrow is except for that page. I also like Calendar Man punching him once in the face for every day of the year. Yeah. Well, like, oh, shit, almost. It's just <laughs> everybody, like, hurting him while he's tied to this chain. Scarecrow's just staring at him and Joker's like, are you going to do anything, Crane? Hey... Like, are you going to do stuff? No? And I also like Bane's one too, because it's all just punches in the face, and then it's Bane's one, and the entire chair has been like thrown off the ground. Like, the whole guy is just just gone. Um, Yeah, and then he gets the photographic evidence that Batman like just got a different Robin. Yeah, because that's when it's pretty much word for word the first thing you see in the game of him. Yeah. Well, they, they play all like, they write pretty much the script down earlier and then it actually starts showing it a bit um jason sprays the room with the explosive gel lamenting about how batman left him to rot mere feet away from where he and tim drake were dropping off their cargo every fucking night um i wonder he, if you he can hear it from down there i doubt it but he would know i'm sure joker's telling him he's oh, like yeah. oh him and his best buddy robin they dropped off calendar man today you should have seen yeah, it they did such good guys. crimes without you then it also would have been like, hmm, oh, I've definitely. been punched in the face by Bane in a while. Oh, look, he's back. I wonder why. Damn it, Batman, stop bringing Bane back. He hurts. <laughs> um, yeah, he he speeds away into the night and just lets, like, the half-constructed Arkham just blow up again. You know, construction shows up next morning and goes, get fucked. Um, issue four was uh, Kaya's department, so jump on in. I think this is one of my favorite. It has the nicest one, cover. One very badass part in this issue. Yeah, this is, it, this is harder to buy than the variants of issue one because, because everyone ha- loves Harley. Harley's on the cover. Yeah. yeah. So she has pants on. Yeah. We start an issue with a flashback to Joker and Harley getting Jason all patched up after they bit the crap out of it. I do like that. Like immediately after the shot in the in the flashbacks that we see We're in just the Arkham games. No, immediately after that camera stopped, Joker's like, call an ambulance, fuck! <laughs> like, you know that's exactly what went down. Um, so, yeah, no, patching him up and Joker's, like, fucking around with the doctor. Yeah, he's not helping. He's heckling her surgery. Uh, and then we make a really hard cut to Harley robbing the bank. Mm. And she's laughing at all of her own jokes. Yeah, she amuses herself, and that's all you need in this world. Um, but... I sadly feel like I relate to Harley a little bit, and it's not good. But yeah, we all laugh at our own jokes that are really bad. Um, she, like, as she's trying to escape, she gets struck by the Arkham Knight. He rips the fucking doors off. No, no, he punches both of her guys, and she's like, uh, we're slowing down. And then she sticks her head through, and she's like, oh, fuck. Because they're dead. And then he rips the fucking doors off. Alright, I have a question, I have a question about the Arkham suit. Yeah. So she sees her coming and goes, oh, fuck, because of the cow. Yeah. Do you think, yeah. like, 
we know that everything he's doing is tactical. Do you think he kept like ear spikes just to threaten the villains? Well, yeah, that and also. seeing the shadow on the ground. Yeah, like, you just yeah that's go, what I'm saying. Oh, like, I'm safe. Oh no. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but it's also a threat. Any villain seeing that shadow is like, uh, it's, but it's definitely a... the case. But I reckon it's a fuck you to Bruce as well. Mm-hmm. It it has so many like oh. a civilian that sees it goes okay, Batman's here, I'm safe. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel a like villain sees her and goes oh fuck. But a lot of Red Hood is stealing shit from Bruce's cave. Good work, mate. Like right. if you think of later on in the. In the actual game, when he has that giant drill, he even says then, like, I would have got it in black, but you would have just been jealous. Like, yeah, he's yeah. just trying to cut in on the action mm. a bit, I think. Yeah, but at the same time, he's wearing, like, the Red Hood chest plate is, like, a bat chest plate. He's got the explosive gel from the games. I wondered if the, he's got the, the cow because he stole the technology that's made for the cow. Wayne I don't, as well. I don't think that it's about stealing it. It's... When every single person thing. looks at it, there's a different response, which means yeah. he's getting a response that Batman has worked for so long. And he doesn't have to build it all. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like that's, when, when you see that within Gotham, mm. you know automatically what response you're going to have. Yeah. The only people who don't know what response to have is A, when it steps into the light and B, Batman. Because yeah. he looks at it and he's like, that's not a mirror. That's not a mirror. That's not a mirror. That's, ow! that's not my face. Yeah, it's definitely all of those. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Arkham Knight starts to like harass her and threatens her that she's not going to deliver the cash. That she just this is such a badass scene. She's it is nice. She's going to deliver it to him. And she's like, mm, No. Um, is that right? No. Um, because Holly thinks like it's easy enough to take whoever this new player is down. She's like, I've been doing this for ages. Like, who the fuck are you? Get out of here! Like, who gives a shit? It's implied that she's gotten pretty good without Joker around anymore. She doesn't have to carry her own weight along. Not running the show. Mm. And that's like the whole issue. She's talking about how she's tricked Penguin into thinking he's in charge, but he's just not. Which, eh. Um, but then we flash back again to the asylum, where Harley has been in charge of, like, psycho-torture. So she's doing, like, water torture and, like, obviously using her skill set. It's, it's all psychology to... Yeah, to do brainwash. She's pretty much doing Scientology 101 on the yeah. Um, But Joker, like, gets bored and decides that she's not, like, getting far enough with it. I think he's rushing because he's got whatever, he, everything he does in Arkham City coming up. Um, running out of time for brainwashing. And Harley starts to cause trouble, but of course Joker uses this mumbo-jumbo to, like, settle it back down. Because she's like, you never let me do things. I just want to do this. Go away. Leave me alone. And he's like, honey, if we do what I want to do, then we can get married. And she's like, and oh, okay. Little pad of yeah. Like, I do like the whole thing. Shuts her down in like two panels. I, I like the whole Harley having problems with Jason being like, like I used to matter, but now you're the project. And I'm sort of like, she's, 
everything he felt about being the assistant for Batman, she's going yeah. through now on the other end of the spectrum. Like, I don't want to just be the pet. I want to do stuff. Yeah. Um. But so Joker's new plan now that Harley is shutting up again. He has um, Batman. Yeah, he has Blockbuster and Catman, who yeah. are now in Arkhamverse continuity. Um, and they're dressed in, like in different returns. And yeah. 60s Batman, yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Um, and he gets them to attack Jason until Jason's like finally angry enough that he just starts like. Yeah, because it's the whole brainwashing about hating Batman. Well, he doesn't fire the first shot either. Yeah. Like, it's Harley. She doesn't, says these people. No, 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 no. She said, before that, you've got Joker's, like, he's so happy that his new toy is playing well. Because he's, like, watching, like, just bodies go flying and that. So he's like, yay, you're beating everyone up. And then this is where Harley's like, I hate this thing. It's replacing me and he likes it better and he's not paying attention to me. And so um, Jason gets the gun and he's like pointing it, but like clearly hasn't gone far enough that he can like just pull the trigger. So Harley um, ends up shooting the first one and she's like... um, It's easy, look. It's like, yeah, she's like, I'm here and I'm dedicated to Joker and I'll do whatever he wants. Like you're just some little bitch that he's playing with at the moment. Mm. And then... Jason ends up shooting the other one because he's like, well, fuck you. Like, again, with the, he has a really good set of walnuts on him. He's like, yeah, I was struggling, but hang on, I'm better than you are, you fucking bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, yay! Yeah, put her in place. As, as Harley and Jason fighting for Joker's affection, which is not a good thing, but at the same time, I'm like, yay! The end. You also brushed over it a little bit, but um, when Arkham Knight and Harley first meet over the truck of money... We have to go back to the Flashpoint first, or else it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. how she gives him the name. Yeah, that's all in there too. Yeah, yeah. she um, gives him the nickname, and then when it's back to him robbing her... Like, oh. she, yeah, she's doing the whole thing of you're just some new guy I've been doing this for years who the fuck do you think you are and he says well you named me and she just goes oh shit yeah, yeah. I like how it's like fear. She, she's got her guns it's like I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you if you make a, any move he's like ask me if I care and she's like do you care he's like no I don't care <laughs> but yeah she says like um, I left that out of my nose because I figured it was kind of like a really big Part and everyone would have something oh, to say Oh, it's just such that. a badass thing, like, how she's, like, doesn't give a shit. She's like, I'll fucking kill you, and then he says who he is, and she's just scared. Mm. Yeah, she's in... Because he says, um... But everyone you know who I should am, be scared of someone that is Batman's student who's willing to do more. Yeah, it was... Like, she says that in the speech. It's like, um... Like, he's turned against Batman at this point. It's like... Look around you, every fucking person in this asylum has been, they're all, they've all started off as mentally just sad dudes who just need some meds and someone to talk to, and he's destroyed all these lives. You are the Arkham Knight in shining armor to fucking yeah. stop this guy before this just keeps happening to every single person in Gotham City. In a way, I think that's why, like, I always see 
like DC fact number 212 and it'll be like Nightwing easily beat him up in the like battle for the cow mm. but then when Nightwing's Batman Jason beats him like three times in that run but in a way I think he should because yeah all the Robins have the same training obviously Dick's been doing it more and they all constantly keep their skills up yeah. But he's been trained by like other people to do more. Yeah. So like they all would know each other's moves and then he knows other shit as well. Like in a way I think it's a bit of an advantage. Yeah. Um So we show up at one of Bruce Wayne's Gotham reborn openings. Um yeah, like trying to rebuild the area that was just cut off and became Arkham City. And then blown up. Yeah. So Jason is in the crowd stomping a rat. Um, I think moments like that I could do without. Like, I almost agree with the things Arkham Knight does. But then there'll be something stupid. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, um, for example, like his monologue in this scene. Um, Bruce Wayne claims to hate the limelight, but spends all day being Gotham's, like, baby billionaire boy. And yeah, all the fan, he goes. Cover. It's nothing but like fancy parties and grand openings, and then by night, this big glorious bat with a fucking spotlight in the sky for all of Gotham to see. Like he doesn't hate the limelight; it's very clear. Yeah. He could have just been a ninja or a cop. Um, like he's he's writing most of the stuff he says. Like I, I do get, like they do a good job of humanizing this guy. So he, he goes into an abandoned subway station after the speech to meet Deathstroke and take a look at what he's brought with him. Uh, the first of many, many drone tanks. Um, I'm sure you've played Arkham Knight and you know the things I'm talking about here. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, flashback time, everyone back on the bus. <laughs> um, this is, it happens during Arkham Asylum. I think this is yeah, one of my favourite ones. Lots of parts do take place... It ties in. in. Storyline. I like that it implies. Yeah, it implies that Jason was just like a backup plan tucked away the entire time. Yeah. Well, yeah, like he he was in there during the arc of the song. Yeah, we see that um, Joker hired Deathstroke to kill a certain prisoner if he attempts to escape during the big final fight in Arkham Asylum. Slade, pedophile Wilson, is a lame ass, but Jason is like good in the scene. He gets shot in the arm and just without flinching says Joker's going down and you're not going to get paid shit. Um, I'll I'll triple your money if you get me out of here like right now. And just immediately turns. Um, it's a smooth move, you know, like they skedaddle in Deathstroke's helicopter and Jason watches the prison disappear in the horizon. Uh, he tells Deathstroke that he works for him now and I appreciate how fast Deathstroke became a pawn. Yeah, so that's it, the balls maybe on him. 20 minutes he knows he can hack into Wayne Enterprise's bank and he it's, he's met him like a minute ago in this scene mm-hmm. and he just instantly says to one of the best assassins in the DC universe you work for me yeah, you're, like, you're my bitch but that's now. the thing Deathstroke is a homo a, yeah. a dick. Oh, he's but shit, he's, but he's meant to be very, very No, stupid. but that's the thing. He's, a, he's, he's gonna a 3% go, on Rotten Tomatoes. He's going to go to whoever's going to pay him the most money. Yeah. Mm. Like, but he's not... Like a prostitute. He, he, he is, basically. Yeah, because he doesn't say, like, do you want to work for me? I will pay you better than everyone else. He just says, you're mine. Like, the, there's still balls. He's a him. prostitute. He just became his pimp. Yeah, but... Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Mr. Holmes, when you punch the, when you beat down the other one's, um, what is it, boyfriend, you become the new boyfriend. No, it's like... That's, that's an American their, dad reference. Keep their references linking together. Like in the Under the Red Hood movie, when Black Mask tries to hire Joker to kill the Red Hood, he's like sucking up to him. He doesn't even care that Joker kills every one of his goons in the room. Mm. He's being a kiss ass to get what he wants, but... He doesn't even try to talk to Slate. He just says, you're mine. Yep. But yeah, again, it, it's got balls on him because there's no reason he couldn't just go, who the fuck are you? Oh, the, the, the balls in Under the Red Hood is, is so good. Like when he just, he's like, I own all the drug people now. He has big stuff on this. Do you know what I love though? In Must the, be hard to ride that motorcycle with testicles that big. In the new 52, like Outlaws storyline, they're talking about how like, I'm not such a bad guy. I've kind of stayed away from the being a mob boss to control up thing. And Arsenal says, yeah, I do recall about seven severed heads in a bag that says otherwise. Oh, they reference it? Yeah. Nice. That whole under the red book still continuity is new 52. He does take it up to try and stop Batman and then gives up. You you know when you're a kid? And you have like a little bouncy ball of holes. Yeah, like him. He has those. <laughs> That's how he gets like around now. I've got the idea. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck, under the red hood. Oh, women women cry when they watch before. Notebook. Men cry when they watch the like the final scenes oh, of that movie. That's why. Holy shit! I never thought like a nerd thing could be so like powerful until I watched that. Look, I cried like a bitch during Balto. No, not Balto. Bolt. But that was, well, yeah, that was because oh, that like was dog. yeah, but like the weekends, that was the yeah. same weekend our dogs died, so it was a terrible oh. movie to go and watch. Um, I was gonna <laughs> mention it before, but then we got. But under the red hood makes you sad. Like another example of his balls, the current outlaws, he's with pretty much Wonder Woman. Yeah, he's with a Themyscarian God Woman. Guns. Yeah, like. Fuck that. He's just standing he, next to Kryptonian strength and Themyscira and might. And he's and, just like, eh, I'll give it a whirl. And he's the leader. <laughs> and he doesn't take shit off the Like, it, it's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. His superpower is he has balls. Mm. Yeah, I think you'd have to, though, to be Batman's sidekick. Like, Dick and Tim do, but they have better personality traits to focus on. Yeah, they have other stuff. Tim, they can focus on him being a genius. Like, mm. Dick comes into it not knowing what he's coming into, but like the third and fourth, you're coming in and you're like, I just need to shut off to everything because otherwise I'm going to go insane. Like, I'm fighting with a dude that dresses like a bat against a clown and a penguin. Like, eventually you just have to be like, don't even care, just put your blinders on, I just, this is my mission, this is my job. Fuck everything else. It's like the whole thing of Dick being real nervous when he has to replace Batman and he's like, Alfred, I He doesn't fucking want him, man. He fights it for like a year. Yeah, and then Jason just dresses up as Batman and says, I'm going to kill you. Like, I'm. <laughs> hey, Bat- don't do that. I am Batman now. Look at me. <laughs> I am the Batman now. <laughs> I, 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 I am the Batman. The captain. <laughs> no, the, who's the captain? Santa Claus. Remember on Looney Tunes for the, like. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Santa Claus, also known as the Captain. Yeah. Like, fuck, this show's pretty good, eh? What? Okay, back to the comic. Alright, so the first stop they take on this helicopter ride we started talking about like 20 minutes ago and lost was, um, they have to go and get some payment. 
So, um, yep, they, yeah, they go straight to Wayne Tower. Jason strips a few million from his accounts before, like, he's in the Deathstroke mask as well. Yeah, so it's like, oh, our villain did something cheeky with fucking spy- surprise. Yeah, but they'll be like, we know what Deathstroke looks like, we don't know him. But do you reckon he's just sitting in there, just like, what, at the desk, being like, what the fuck? <laughs> I reckon he'd get, like, I love Lucius, I think he's a nice man, but do you reckon he'd get, like, real competitive and pissed off if someone beats his shit? What, no, his, his reckon, tech? Like, if yeah, someone gets like in through his stuff? Gonna hack their money, do you reckon he gets real mad? I bet you he does. I reckon he'd go off. He does, he's he does. Nice man. But he's, he's sitting there and he's, like, tapping away and he's like, shit, someone's broken into the cave again. Hang on, I'm gonna go hide in the staircase. Uh, yeah, I reckon and then he lets whatever happens happen. And then he walks back in and he's like, no, it's, Motherfucker! It's definitely I like Alfred, you. how he's the most polite, nice, caring man, and then someone walks in the Batcave and he pulls out the shotgun and says, I'm not afraid to kill you. It's, no, no, it's time to, to leave. I yeah. totally reckon Lucius is like, he's like, I'll go and hide in the cupboard again. <laughs> Look, fucking, I'm the top famine. It's fucking piece of shit. Fucking, little yeah. least comes back at me. He's like, I mean, I'm not gonna deal with it. Be goddamn. Well, something like what is happening in this way, they're not doing anything except hacking his system. I reckon he'd go off. I bet you there's like a rule that he has to stay the fuck out of it in case that person knows who Bruce is and they're not just stealing from Wayne. Yeah. I, I bet you there's like a thing for that. If we're going to talk about, like, assist, like, uh, extra people in the Arkhamverse, can I just say that I found O'Reilly's bar in Arkham Knight and I'm really excited? Uh, it's oh, the father oh. of Peyton Riley, yeah, the ventriloquist I love. Yeah. Her, her, her mob family. Their bars in the game. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, we'll, we'll actually cover something here. So, um, he stops at the large painting of Thomas and Martha Wayne while that shit's downloading. He's like, you raised a dick. He just pushes the pain in down. <laughs> um, before he leaves, though, he's told um, he's told by Deathstroke, who's watching down the end of a sniper tube, that Robin showed up to check the bait breaking while Batman's busy on Arkham Island. Um, he he gets like he gets defeated by Jason, like a Cooper Trooper in Super Mario. Like he just drops on him. Excuse me. Yeah. Hey. Um, and then he takes off and back to the helicopter. Um, Tim, well, that, that's exactly what I mean. Like all the robbers know each other's shit. Like they know exactly how they're going to proceed because they all do the same thing. Yeah, he jump up in the rafters. Tim comes in and goes, "It just looks like a stock standard break in." And just like the second his guard down, like yeah. immediately drops it. Um, yep. Yeah, Tim sort of grapples onto Jason's foot and is dragged after the helicopter. But before he can do sort of jack shit, Jason unties the ties him loose, and Robin just drops down into the city below. And Deathstroke's in typical villain fashion, assumed he's dead. He's like, "Yo, we're not keeping a low profile if you're killing Robins." And Jason's like, "Dude, if that killed him, I'm doing him a fucking favor." Like he knows exactly. Oh. That, he knows for a fact that superheroes survive literally every dumb thing that you do. Yeah, but like also we there's just going to be another one pop like, up anyway. Yeah. Like, I reckon that's our most commonly used quote, like at work when we're talking about safety. Is like, if you get hurt from that, you deserve it. <gasps> there's a thing like that in my work. I took a photo. Um, someone really fucking broke a sweat that day. They've put a big sign on the ice machine that says "Open lid to get ice." 
Oh, like the other day, I had to go up a scaffold and they pulled it down and span it around because the ladder was on the side of a balcony. And they're like, oh, you could fall two meters and fall off the ledge and die. And I said, if I fell off that, I'll deserve it. Darwinism, baby. Also, if you fell two meters, if you have developed two meters in the air, you're not going to die. No, like, there's a big platform, like you've seen how tall work is, it's pretty yeah, much yeah. at the top, and there's a scaffold two metres from the edge. So you'd have to, like, they fall and jump really up the ladder and fall two metres off the edge. You're going to jump to the bit. They think I'm going to dive off. Hey, It'd be the same at Meg's work, they would have, like, a set of fucking, like, it'll be a mower and it will say, like, don't put your hand under. Make sure the blades of the mower aren't going if you're servicing it. Don't undo the blades before. No, it's the same as like coffees at McDonald's and that. Caution. Hot. Because a lady spilled a coffee in her lap and went, ow, it's hot. Spicy. Burn my dick off. So, um, back in present day, we see Deathstroke heading back to South America to train the militia for when the war starts. And meanwhile... Fucking hell, he stole some money, didn't he? Yeah, enough to fucking hire a South American army. Private military group. Yeah. They build all the, like, how many different tanks and drones are there? Fucking hell. Too many. Um, and at the same time, Jason goes to stake out the cave, waiting for it to open and the Batmobile to speed out. Um, and when it does, he just zip lines in before the wall closes. Once inside, he finds the security's been upgraded since his last visit. What? Meg's cult in the air. I'm cold. I'm not cold. You look very cold. I'm okay. Yep. Yeah. Good thing. It's too hot. It's too hot. Uh, uh, he went in the back. Yeah, he went in the security booth. Yeah, I thought you'd want to talk about that line. Oh, they've upgraded the security. It's going to take me like a whole ten seconds now. He's <laughs> such a bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, he's going in to patch himself into the Bat family's like uh, their phone line, I guess. See, I, I love that the writers explain so much. Like, they could have just wrote this book about his origin, but he's like. Hey, let's throw in, like, the reason that he can just talk to Batman regularly yeah, in the game. the fact that he can get into the communicators, it ties in fucking shit from the anime series. It's not detail. a... Like, you'd expect a lot of these, like, tie-in comics to That's suck That's so ass. underrated. Mm. Like, they get the dismissed for being just, like, a, hey, an extra five bucks for this game you've already paid for. But like, there's even, effort in this. Even in the other Arkham Knight comic run, which is more the prequel for everybody else leading up to the mm. game, I recommend that. It's only 39 issues, but um, even issues. in that, like, there's a flashback to when Barbara's Batgirl and um, there's, like, a new story about Batman, and if you look closely and read the comments, one of them says Timothy Drake, and it's like, he he needs help, like, people should rise up and help Batman. Yeah. And that's his whole thing, is he wants to help. Like, yeah, they, it's all they, fucking... They throw in so many details that aren't required but they just make it perfect mm. i like that they go to the extra effort it, it, it's just the little details here and there that really fucking really make it special um yeah once he's in there he sees his own memorial like the costume up in the glass with a photo of him and batman together yeah and he's just kind of like oh fuck you there's like there's, oh yeah 
you see his heart break a little bit because this whole time he thinks he's just been completely forgotten but if it's in the fucking cave batman's looking at that every single day and he just he's come too far to change now but they, at the same time, it's it's hurting you to keep going. Like everything, like every time you see the bat cave, there's the there's the dinosaur, group. there's the penny, there's the robin. Um, Those it, are the rules. It reminds me though how there's an entire issue from the old days at Teen Titans that's just him breaking into the Titans Tower, and they have a whole like cemetery in there, like mm. a statue of each member who's passed away, and there's not one of him. So he just flogs the fuck out of the Titans into flames. Also, like in Teen Titans Go, when they go into the Batcave and there's just an urn that says Robin 2 next to a crowbar. Yeah. yeah. No, but that's... <laughs> that's fucking so insanely horrible. It's even in... Robin 2. But yeah, like, it's the whole thing with everybody. Like, everybody wants to be remembered by someone if they die. Mm. Is it Batman vs. Superman that they have his suit? Yeah. Yeah. What? They have a suit. Yeah. I don't know if Jason likes to have anything to do with that movie. Uh, uh, That's why I'm like... Uh, Ew. Like, I, I hate cosplays, but shout out to all the people who have made replicas of that Robin costume that, like, when it's good. Oh, like, yeah, the, not, the doled up one. Mm. Yeah, like, that would have taken a bit of fucking effort, good on them. It's nice to see, like, a Robin in a movie that's taking itself seriously, as opposed it's to Schumacher's ones. Um... Yeah, so seeing the costume triggers one final flashback. Uh, this one, it's the big finale of Arkham City. In, and in the back of the Monarch Theatre, Jason's watching the big fight with Clayface. Yeah, isn't he just hanging out with normal Jericho? Well, no, he's, he's down there because he's like, ah, oh, fuck. Someone's going to kill Batman before I get to do it. And then while he's back there, he sees, like, the sick Joker. Um... Yeah, he's, a pra- he's approached by him and he's just all titan poisoned. It's the frail, like, fucked up final moments, Joker. Um, he talks about how Jason escaping with Deathstroke was completely part of it. Like, he knew that he would escape the second he gets a chance. He oh, knows the Deathstroke's any, there waiting for him. If anyone the knows helicopter. not to underestimate Batman, it's the Joker. So why would he underestimate the psycho? It's, it's very clear that in the Arkhamverse, Joker underestimates Batman on purpose like he leaves glaring errors so they can keep playing their game yeah. well, and if the he thing, wins the game's over for him he gets shitty at Harley because she comes so close to killing him another animated series like you don't seem to understand we, we'd make it mm. look like we're gonna kill him and now we don't he says like since that explosion there hasn't been a single moment of free will in your life that wasn't planned already um, he tackles Joker down, but is quickly sort of like knocked off because his fucking walking cane is like a fucking zipline and shit. Just shoots him back. Um, in every way that matters, he will always be Joker's secret weapon. He's Plan J, I, I don't and he fucking carves the J scar back open on his mm. face. Like it, I believe it up until the end of the Arkham Knight game. I really don't think Joker planned the turnaround. Nah. But Definitely. up until this point, it was yeah, if definitely. I fail, like I'm going to take the Titan Poison in the first game. If that doesn't work, well, then I have all of Arkham City ready to roll. And if that doesn't work, I have Jason. Yeah. It's, uh, any, anything what, after that point is not a part of his game. Every, I think he's pretty confident Jason will do it. Every the Arkham games are the pinnacle of every Batman character. Yeah. You don't get a better joke than Plan A, plan B, plan J. Yeah. 
That's it. A D is for suckers. Don't even get me started on G. Oh, is the J branded in his face for Jason or Joker? Uh, Jizz, because that's what I do every day, baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, uh, Joker goes to leave to do his sort of thing and gives him a final bit of advice. Um, Jason Todd was left to rot by Batman, just like every other villain. He's just another like victim of the Arkham Asylum way. Um, he says, don't spend all your day being a sad little bit of psychic. Rise up and be like really making regret leaving you behind. Don't just be a fucking a Red Hood. Don't just be a Robin be something as big as Batman be Arkham yeah. um, and then you go back to the present in the Batcave Jason blocks out the almost feelings he has towards his father figure who really did feel guilt and regret about Jason's death like he all he, he could have just put down all of his shit and walked away at that point but he's like I've come sort of too far but he was I almost done I don't, I don't think the memorial makes up for a year of abandonment and torture mm. but it fucking came close um, Jason stands tall over Gotham after connecting himself in and leaving. Everything is in place and ready to roll, and the Arkham Knight game is ready to begin. See, it's, again, you need to read the actual Arkham Knight comic to get the full ride up until the beginning of the game. Here's the, the way last I. The panel in issue 39 is the diner. Mm. And this one here, like, you can't read it first because it does all the Jason Todd stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, play the game once, read this, play it again. Because the final yeah. moments of this do get you pumped for like, all oh, the balls but rolling, I want to play the game. Definitely read the other comic too. Mm. We would have covered both, but it was too much. Yeah. Are we going to cover that at some point or can I'm I definitely. talk about the last? You can talk about not, it now, but we'll end up covering all that. I think each issue is a half issue or some shit. Um, the digital books were two parts and then those two parts would become one yeah. printed issue. Um. Well, it's another good thing of why he's so awesome in the Arkhamverse and the balls on him. Mm. When that him and it, he's still in the other comic, but it's more him and Scarecrow's coming together than mm. him getting ready. Yeah. So you still need to read that to get the full thing of him and everybody. But he's with all the Batman villains, and he says like, "You're all gonna work for me now." Like, this is our plan tonight. You all do your part. Yeah. And they're all like, the same thing Harley said, but she kind of knows and she's staying out of it. She goes, like, who the fuck are you? Like, everyone, like, we don't know who you are. Why should we help you? And he just leaves and bring back Spain's corpse. Yeah. And says, you underestimate me. Don't do it again. Hmm. <laughs> That's a pretty big warning. I killed Bane. And he fucks him up. Mm. He shoots him in the ankle, then like shoots a big like petrol tank and then just unloads the clip into his head so it just brings back this like fucked up corpse yeah um I mean I don't think you can get more badass than killing Bane and then afterwards he walks in his half and his trench coat he wasn't in disguise I love his disguise yeah that could have been anyone (laughs) um I also like that immediately after the events of Trey's Tyrone comic, he goes into the diner and the game yeah, unfolds. Explain that. We we I found confirmation, alright? So in Alright, for for the layman's, like people who don't really pay attention to game building, um, every item in a game has like a file. And 
like for example in the Crash Bandicoot games the the villain who throws the potions until you spin him he is his ass tosser dot obj ask me an assistant yeah and he's the object so in the arkham it's game how they program it all together yeah so you can it. find it's it when you build in the game hey it's just a file name yes and from there in the game the guy who has the smoke that drugs the cop in the first yeah, moment. The guy who's smoking in the cop's got If you pull apart the, the file, you find his coat and the guy's body, and it's under Jason underscore Todd dot OBJ or Jason uh, Todd Jacket OBJ. Yeah, so he is the he's the dude in the life. fucking diner in the first place. Yeah. And don't just play the game; play the DLC as well because mm. his DLC is great. Mm. That final cut scene. That's and so the Batgirl one is so satisfying. Yeah, they're all great. You see Harley Quinn in the real costume, you get to actually use Batgirl a bit. Even Nightwing. Fucking Star Wars there, man. Funny. Tim's one's great. The season of Infamy's great. But just that end with Black Mask, it's fucking, I love it. Yeah. Um, I wonder, like, as I was reading this, like, after watching his doubt, when he sees his costume again, I wonder, like, what would have happened with Jason if he had won? Like if he had, if he'd killed Bruce, what what would he do next? Do you, like I can't I can't imagine him not killing himself. I know. I feel like I feel like he'd take over for like he'd plan to take over, but I feel like give him maybe twenty seconds to doubt himself and then regret. I I feel like he would be done. I feel like this is a suicide mission for him. Well, I, I don't reckon he could have won. Because, like, even when you cut to the boss, yeah, Batman wins, but the fight wasn't over. It was just Batman gave him the slightest, like... He held held out his hand and said, like, we can get through this, I'm here to help you. Mm. And as soon as he turns his back to say, like, Alfred, he's alive, he's gone. Yeah. Like, the suit, and then next time you see him, he's saving Bruce. Like, so... All it took was Bruce to like apologize and try to make up. Yeah, for look. It. In and his defense, I can see exactly why Batman thought he was dead because yeah. he blew up and then he was shot in the heart. Yeah. By a guy who probably wouldn't let him live. But, Let's be honest. You know, like I, I don't think it would have ever worked out. I reckon it, deep down it probably was just a desperate attempt to get that apology mm. that he could do something yeah. else. Um, I like this book, and the ending makes me sort of pumped for the game. Just ignore it, damn it! It's, it's too late now. This is a bullshit, is what it is. is Jason's it, saying, "Fuck you." Are you picking I, it up? I read my, I read my <laughs> body. God damn it! It's a nice, easy tie-in, and it's good. Um, after what happened with Arkham Unhinged, this is a very satisfying book. Um, if you remember correctly, Arkham Unhinged ended with a five-parter involving the bookworm, 60s villain who reads books, uh, escaping and Batman going, oh, I guess I'll deal with the later, fuck it. And then, and then the entire book ended. It started off so fucking good of a book too. Yep. Very upset. But this this is a nice, easy six issues, good, grand, wonderful. Um, any final thoughts before we go to the homework question? Thank you for listening to our Balls podcast. Oh. It was good. <laughs> Welcome to Balls Out, the pubic podcast.
Pay's stored in bowls. Pay is stored in bowls. Where does girls pay? We don't. What? I told you we draw them on the first part, but we'll flush the things further. Yep. Alright, so this week's homework question. Uh, it's hard, it's daunting yeah, to go it. into the Arkhamverse at all. But, like, fuck, what, what, I decided as a little sample, what is, like, your favourite moment? I like that whole run. I, I read it yesterday and it was a good time. Well, it was well... What is, like, well what, what is the peak Arkhamverse moment? When we were talking about it, you were... What was I saying? I that, it, the ending after him and Jason yeah, how they get all like sentimental yeah, and stuff. Yeah, nice. And it's all like, oh, they're, they're, they're coming back. Yeah, because even during the like Jokers Batman, like, stand down, Robin, and it just like, he just starts screaming, like, don't fucking call me that. Yeah. yeah. You don't get to use that word. But then after the fight, yeah. What about you, Kyle? What's your favorite? Honestly, like, I think I need to go back and do it again. You didn't have an answer for this. Because, well, A, this is the first time I've heard this. B. What, Genesis or the No, the question. No, you, never, you never gave me the question. Um, like, when we were playing it, the majority of it, we didn't start playing until 10 p.m. Yeah. So, like, my brain was mushy by that point. We marathoned the entire well, game one night. Because you and me, like, but kind of especially me, went into it with our really being fans of it because it's what got you hooked yeah i, I, I didn't, didn't give a really shit care. but the start of arkham asylum how it's just you're walking it, you can tell it's a bit dark but mm. then when like crop comes out i like, think it's tear the flesh from your bones and shit yeah and then you know you jump right into bane and the scarecrow that mm. whole scarecrow in the morgue all of those yeah. little tastes of Batman is not for kids. This is fucked. Yeah, like I, this, I think that was awesome. Yeah, these games are fucking masterpieces, yeah. and like, well, it's it's just they're full of fucking exactly good moments. Exactly what happened to you and me. You mm. take someone who doesn't like this shit, and you just give them like the first half an hour of Arkham Asylum, and they're gonna have a different opinion of what Batman is. Solomon yeah. Grundy. Mm. That was cool. From the doors opening. Like from the first time you step into Arkham Asylum, to the fucking just that whole thing when you to the fiery return of the Dark Knight in 2015, yeah. like in right at the end, every moment's fucking pure. And I'm yeah, we count Arkham Origins definitely. Yeah, it's my fuck my fucking favorite moments in Arkham Origins. But Kai, you want to say which one? Well, you which which Solomon Grundy bit? Because stumbling into that in Arkham Knight shit my pants. Real. Someone put dookies in my jeans. I, love I did not know it was a riddle trophy. I wandered in there completely by accident. And gone, no, but because he's not even technically a Batman villain, I like they keep incorporating character who's not really Batman oriented mm. and throwing it in. That was so unexpected. What a weird pick! Like, oh, we could have like a cameo by the Flash or Superman. We could have Wonder Woman show up and reference well, their they, relationship they with was. Bruce Wayne. Let's put Solomon Grundy in it instead. But that there was, was the funny rumors when... that Superman was going to show up and speak to you in Arkham Knight, like how mm. Robin shows yeah, I had up that and too. does nothing. Um, when we were playing it, because you loved having stumbled into that thing you didn't tell us about it oh no i kept that shit to myself because it was you, dope like we were just like randomly playing i was looking and for little trophies and i found that shit yeah, yeah. we just like stumbled into it 
And then it became such a thing for the rest of the night that we just sat there singing the rhyme. Mm. And I thought I'd like wanted this it. Big boss fight bit, mm. and we were all like, oh, oh, oh. The, yeah, it, I thought many. it was like Quincy Sharp's office in the first game. I thought I'd wandered into some like big shit. There's too many good parts, like I said before the end of the Red Hood DLC. The whole Professor Peak part's fucked. Because yeah. that whole time we're thinking, like, who... Because he's not in the books much, and he's a fairly new villain. Yeah, Pig's He didn't show up till Dick was Batman. And the whole thing of looking at these fucked-up corpses, and then even when you go into the little beauty store and it's playing opera, I, I didn't know who he was, but I was so happy that Toby didn't pick a villain. Mm. Like, yeah. Because when you look back now, like the beauty store and the corpses that weren't good enough to be kept alive, yeah. like you could put it together. But I was just like, these games must be good if they can put in this villain accurately. And even Toby didn't recognize they, him. They do a stunning point. job of yeah. incorporating characters. Like they even made like Humpty Dumpty sound fucking nuts. Mm. Um, in the south. Well, that's another great part really there. All the art. In Arkham Asylum of the villains. Oh, comic booky stuff, yeah. That, that fucking game is so thorough. Collecting the tapes and shit. Yeah. Um, well, that's in Arkham Knight. The tapes are so good. Like, you get the Arkham Knight character ones of, like, when they kidnap that girl and he shows her who he really is and shit. Yeah. Like, they just had so much depth that didn't need to be there. Ivy's death is really good. Mm. Yeah. yeah but I like that she turned around because she's never truly a villain. She just wants points to. Oh, yeah. She has yeah, no fucking yeah. like care one way or another. Same with Freeze. He's ended his up being a nice really guy. Oh, fuck. His ending's tragic as shit, but nice. Yeah. Mm. But even in City, he's not being a villain. He just wants to find his wife. Um, so. My answer was um. Oh, and Crocs really sad. In, in Arkham Origins, when Joker first meets Harley, that whole fucking scene is oh, amazing. They, that is the best origin of them two there's ever been. Mm. No one and it, and ever it, beat it, that. It ties in killing Joker, ties in Batman and the Joker's relationship. It, it's so fucking and you get conclusive the, and the, perfectly the compacted in. Mind, just him walking mm. around in his original red hood. And it's not just hit. It's so trippy. It's like. The fucking dedication Batman has. No life needs to end. And fucking Joker's... Why does this... Like, I was... I, I, I was happy to recklessly kill myself. And this dude stopped me. There's something there. Why did he do it? There's, like, a bond. Suddenly he's not lonely anymore. Because there's someone just as fucking him. ballistic and stupid as him. And then it's just the fucking tragic loneliness of this girl. Oh, and the final boss in mm. Arkham Origins... Yeah, Fuck. and even after that, as like Joker gets wheeled away in his gurney, and he's like beside, I, I'm pretty sure it ends up being fucking balls from Arkham Asylum to one side and Harley on the other. He's like, this is just gonna be amazing. Yeah, like I don't get how people don't play Origins as well. Mm. It's so good. In my notes, I've written as a homework question: What is something that blew your ass away? I just wanted well, to say like, that before we move on. Think of all the scarecrow bosses and like slowly going through the sewers with Croc in the scarecrow moment where it fuck where it makes it look like your game fucked up. Yeah. I knew that was coming and it still fucked me. Like it was so like perfectly done. But think of all these horrifying even men that showing up. There's all of these and how is Bane 
the scariest fucking boss in them oh. games. So it's horrifying that when I was the when we were playing through for maybe like the third time, I gave it a walkthrough because Bane like is no, fucking that was so. The first time you played it, yeah, yeah, I died like three times. And he would pause it every two seconds. And I'd follow. follow I'd follow steps. the steps to the pixel of how this dude was doing it because he was tearing my shit up. <laughs> I follow him along. I follow him along, and at this point, Bane goes left, and I unpause the game. He goes right. I go. Everything is wrong. <laughs> yeah, the Bane is intense. Yeah, like the whole fucking the series is so the whole perfect. Games and the open world shit. They're so good. Um. Even. Yeah. Yeah, like throwing in pig and fucking Deacon Blackfire. Who saw that? Who does the cult? Like, what the fuck? It's nuts. All right, all right. Um, Yeah, so with us finally touching the Arkhamverse for the first time, uh, this has been a new and radical episode of the School for Wayward Nerds. As always, rate and review us so we can climb over the School for Humanity on iTunes. Fuck those guys, probably. The humanity shit. Yeah, fucking Arkham, baby. Humanity... Like legit eight Tide Pods. So. <laughs> That's true. Um, yep, remember to subscribe to hear us next week when we learn a little bit about Black Widow, which I know nothing of coming into this. All I know is fucking Scarlet's not that bad and you're just a dick because it doesn't say DC on the front of it. Yeah. I, I, I liked watching I liked doing shit out of people satisfying the chair scene is cool but I did like the super Russian mean one from yeah. Web of Shadows but and she's not bad and it's obviously we're going to get into it next week but how can you not love in Iron Man 2 when she first shows up and full remember? disclosure I haven't seen Iron Man 2 so what do you, you want know from Happy me? Hogan yeah he spends like this whole scene fighting one guy she takes down like 20 and then she's just doing her like I'm a hot chick walk down the hallway in her outfit mm. Pepper throws another guy like he's running out for backup. Oh, there's this. nothing better than the disregarding a like thug takedown. Like, spinning intense things she does and just pepper That shit at the start of Civil War is pretty snazzy, like her fighting in that. Yeah. But, but we will get onto it and you should subscribe if you want to hear us Tell talk us about what it some more. Yeah, what the fuck do you fucking want, you bitch? Hashtag no anime. Hashtag anime bad usually. This has been a school for Wayward Nerds. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Wayward Underscore Nerds out my chest with Turbo DePola and that's Meg, Trey, and Kyle. Fucking. See you later. And this has been the Sidetrack Podcast. And we're seeing our podcast. Get the hell out. And remember, fellow students, when you tickle an octopus, you make a lifelong friend. What? You're a fucking idiot. I didn't Off it go. I'm so Do you have that written there? Do you have that written there? Yeah, I wrote it. <laughs>